0: This is Rod Jackson, listening to Brando, appetite for distortion, for distortion, baby. Appetite for distortion, Rod Jackson, you're listening to Brando. know where
1: appetite for distortion and welcome to the podcast appetite for distortion it is brando episode uh, 162 this podcast a night train keeps on rolling I figured I'm, I'm. I want to kind of crank out the episodes now, since I was kind of on a Thanksgiving Day break in a bit, and I don't like being away from uh, all you bad apples. So, thanks again to our recent episodes, uh, Tobin from Papa Roach, and uh, Nico Hoon from Shannon. Uh, from Shannon. Well, I guess technically, uh, Shannon Hoon's da- daughter. Uh, all I can say is coming out the documentary, basically shot by Shannon Hoon. Uh, I mean before. Before anyone was doing anything as far as turning the camera on themselves and their friends, it's like Shannon was a visionary that way as well. So that all I can say is coming out next year. So thanks to Nico for her time. And now it's uh, you may hear the the audience reaction going on. No, no, no. I this is another person I, I've I've wanted to talk to again for so long. You know, and and sometimes this podcast really not sometimes it seems to be more often than not presents an opportunity that is just something I never would have expected. If you have been a long-time listener of the podcast, I think it was like episode 43. I just mentioned it was 162. I spoke to somebody that I was so, uh, I guess it was some nervousness about it, but just his personality just melts it all away. Uh, is this is somebody that I, I really grew up watching. I mentioned when VH1 actually played videos, and there was vi- this video for a Slash's Snake Bit song called M- Meatbone. Mean uh-huh. Bone was just, it blew me away because I thought at that time I would never see Axel and Slash on stage ever again. That was, you know, my age group. You know, I guess yeah. that was probably college. I was. That, that,
0: that was your Led Zeppelin.
1: Uh, GNR, sure. They were broken yeah. up, and I was only going to get Chinese Democracy. I was only going to get hopefully more Slash's Snake Pit. But yeah. to speak with, with Rod Jackson, not to, I guess, string this out too long. Uh, <laughs> Rod Jackson, uh, welcome back to the show. Thank, Thank you so you much here. for your time. Thank you, brother. Thank you. You know, I've wanted to, to speak with you for a while, but I I wasn't sure how to connect with you really because right. that, we have had we had a common person help us uh, last time, and I I guess the first thing uh, just to kind of get it out of the way because you you sh- you were strong enough to share the, uh, certain information with me uh, others other information i may be honestly learning for the first time on this podcast. Dina, she uh she was so sweet and so nice and she was your your fiance?
0: Yes, she was. Yes, she was. She was she was my life.
1: Uh she I don't know she she passed away recently, right? in a few months ago? Yes,
0: yeah, she did. Yeah.
1: I I am um, so sorry.
0: It, it um it, you you know you're never ready for something like that. And and I, and I wasn't um it 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 um it kind of destroyed me a bit, you know um and I'm just gonna be candid about it because there's nothing else I can you know I can't go anywhere else with it. Um, it broke me and, and and I was lost. I'm still a bit lost. Every day I'd get up and it would destroy me again and I'd get up and get up and um it's it's um to to lose someone that makes up a part of you is um i don't wish i don't i don't wish that on anybody um i still can't believe she's not here um I'm still kind of lost you know um uh i just try to get through every day uh, you know i just try to make it through every day as, the best i can um sometimes i wake up crying sometimes i go to bed crying um but it's hard it's really hard she was um, she, um you know she sh uh, wow she was, she was that person in my life that if I said, hey, do you think I can do that? She'd go, I know you can, Rod. You know, she believed in me more than I believed in myself. And uh, I, I just want to say if, if, you ever have, if you ever can be in a relationship and meet someone that believes in you that much, you really got something. Um, I, I truly knew the love we had. And um, when she passed, I said, I, I'm definitely alone now, you know. And, and i don't want to spend the whole interview talking about it because that's not what we're here for but um um i i'm i'm truly lost and um um yeah every sometimes the days are good and sometimes they're not good at all you know
1: i understand we certainly won't spend time i guess want to kind of you know like publicly and you, and you acknowledge <laughs>
0: I want you to put all of this in. The reason I won't spend time over it is because I, I went to one of the best schools in the world, the School of Slash and the School of Jack Douglas. Jack Douglas was our producer. And I could be wrong, but maybe I was high. But I remember Jack came back from the weekend, and I had to do vocals. And I said, hey, Jack, what would you do over the weekend? You went back to New York. And he goes, oh, yeah, I had to go to a funeral. My dad died. Let's get back to work. You know. I was like, wow. Wow. You know? Yeah, I went to a funeral. My dad dad. Let's get back to work. Come on. Hey. And know, I just went wow. It really made me step back and go wow. You know he could sit here and just just be you know down, but that's not what it's about. He's 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 not here for that. You know what I mean? He and, and it really impressed me.
1: You know, it it, it takes a lot, and there's, there's a couple things here. Uh, I I wanted to publicly acknowledge because I I just always like to. Get, for one, I mean, of course, I offered my condolences to you, you know, privately on the phone. I don't need to do that uh, on, just on the podcast, but I wanted to acknowledge that, you know, we only spoke on Facebook, but she was always so kind and helped me, you know, connect yeah. connect with you for that interview. And, you know, uh, it's just obviously it's just a shame and it's, it's the only way I, we can all relate to losing somebody, but I understand yeah. I'm sure so many of us can understand where it's not just losing somebody. It's losing a,
0: yeah, yeah, a, a
1: part of you. It. And, yeah, you know, a, me, a, a, an example, just because I've said it on the podcast, uh, you know, was, was my dad, you know, who, who is pro- my biggest radio fan. And, yeah. you know, five days after he passed away is when I decided to go back on the air because I said to myself, yeah. if I don't go back mm-hmm. on the air now, because my boss even oh, told yeah. me to, he's like, you can take more time off. I said if no. I don't if I don't come back now, I'm You're never coming that. back. I'm never exactly. exactly I'm I'm never coming I, back.
0: I, I literally had to peel myself off the floor one morning and just sit in front of that that, you know, the set, the the the, the whole thing that I was doing and go, press record and go, man. You know? Uh, this it, is what you this yeah. is what you do. You I know. I know. Do we all we you. all
1: I mean, I understand we all have different ways to, to cope and whatever, but yeah. you know, that's why I feel like you uh you, Rod, and, and myself, that's why we get along. We kind of have the same, you know, you know we, we just got to push long. through. We just got to push through.
0: You know, nothing that can make it better. There's no one that can make it better. It just is what it is.
1: Yes, uh, of course. Just, there's no denying that. But at, at the same time, you're making it better by who... You, you're becoming, who you are and who you're becoming. Mm-hmm. I say that to myself where, mm-hmm. you know, my, my dad never knew about this podcast, of course, and I just feel... Uh, your
0: dad never got a chance to hear you do your first podcast.
1: Well, I mean, he's heard me on the air. He, right. Yeah, he, I mean, because I was on some... I mean, he even listened right. in college, but right. he, he he listened to my... He would keep my radio flyers up in his dental office uh, in Poughkeepsie mm-hmm. and... Uh, your biggest
0: fan. He flew your flag.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. For sure. So, but with this podcast, he hasn't heard me interview, you know, other than Rock Jackson, uh, you know, Alice Mm -hmm. Cooper... Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. he was a big Sopranos fan. I interviewed Little Steven. He would have gotten such yeah. a kick out of that. So, but and, I,
0: and, and and you know, it's funny when that happens. When that person in there, when the Big Bang happened, because you're kind of pissed off. You you know, you're you upset. You 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 just you, the only thing you can do is go. Damn, I wish you were here. Damn, I, you yeah. know, that, that's all you can do is go. God damn it, you know. Uh, it, yeah, it, it really that that's when it gets bad. When you see yourself moving forward without that person there you know it's hard but i really
1: it, I, I mean I, I've had my really bad days, and I really? I certainly know uh, I, I don't you know what I don't even know, but I assume that you've had some some uh, some bad days. Some of you you've been, you've been oh, public no, about. I
0: went into the hole and literally pulled it over top of me. Some days, you uh,
1: know. I, don't, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm honest. I me me uh, as well. You know, I yeah, I, sure. uh, I feel like you know it, it, people people need to be honest about it. I know. And now it's nice to see commercials about mental health and stuff, but. Yeah. Uh, You know, with so much of us go go through it, but you know what's getting me through. In addition to, you know, some other uh, variables in my life, but it has been doing what am I love in my career, and that's doing radio, whatever. But this isn't about me. What you're doing now, and things that I've heard, the the light shining through and the darkness is uh, your your music and your voice and your new uh, talking about new music. And I just listened to. The new track, literally just a few hours ago, uh, "Karma Train," it, it just it made my day. It made you know, it made me smile because it, it sounds like what should have been on, you know, you know, "Ain't Life Grand." It it, it really oh, wow. it, it sounds time capsule in the best way. It sounds like yeah. it, it, it's part of it, but obviously fresh. At the same time, I told you off the air, I got a little bit of a Sammy Hagar vibe uh, from it, which is just, you know, obviously incredible. Uh, I guess just tell us, like, how long have you been working on it?
0: I've been working on these songs for, like, for... Basically, you know what happened to me? I'll tell you what happened, man. I went to New Orleans. To work. This is quite a funny story. I went to New Orleans to work with a guy. I come back, and a friend of mine had set up. He said, Rod, I'm, I can't pay you all the money, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set you up a studio in your, in your place. So he, finally, he gets me a place to live. He sets up a studio. And the very next day, I'm ready to work, and I get a knock on the door. It's my buddy. He goes, Rod, I'm moving. Can you help me? So I'm thinking, everybody's going to be 10, 20 other guys. It's only me and him. He's in a three-story house. He's got two pianos. Um, we start at 11. We finish at 9 o'clock at night. He tells me he can't pay me. I'm like, I'm going to kill this guy. I'm going to shoot this guy in his fucking head. Okay. We drive him down the road, and he goes, I want to show you something. And I didn't know this guy did this, but he repaired instruments, guitars, keyboards, everything. And he opens up his shop, and all the way across the wall were all of these guitar cases. And he goes, listen, pick out five guitars, and you can have them. First guitar I picked out was an SG. Then I got a, a Tele. I got a Les Paul, a 135. The last guitar I got was a Turquoise Paul Reed Smith, and I went, I'm done. After that, he goes, grab a couple of keyboards and some basses, and boom, I was set. And so I went back home, and I swear to God, this is funny. I remember I recorded something really quick, I, I, and I, this is what I actually did. I got up, opened the door, I looked to the left, I looked to the right, closed the door, locked it, and I didn't leave the, I didn't leave the uh, apartment for like two or three months. And that's the truth. I didn't go anywhere and just sat there and just worked on music. And, and what I found out was, you know, I love setting the stuff up as much as I love playing it. I love playing it as much as I love recording it. I love each channel and each faucet of doing it. You know, a lot of guys that were me, that are me would have went out and gotten uh, a producer, a studio. And OK, I need a guitar. But I just said, I'll just do it myself. You know, I, I and and you know I believed in myself enough to do it. You know what I mean? Which is a hard thing to do. You know because I'm not the greatest guitar. I I can't even play guitar. But it, I really had I, this is probably the best time I've ever had making music. Doing like doing it like this.
1: So it it sound it doesn't even sound like DIY. It it sounded so. Professional, so yeah. you know, you played guitar on it. What, what else did you play? Uh, I mean, the, the,
0: you know, the, the drummer. The drummer's is a guy by the name of Pride Hutchins. Okay. Okay. that's the drummer. Okay, the bass player was a guy by the name of, of, of Gary Neal. The rest of it was kind of all of us together. You know, you know how you got a couple of guys in the room. You go, hey man, do this part. Or, hey man, throw that down. Or, hey man, and that's kind of how that went down. You know, I had this idea of the dan 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 and in fact, they just kind of like came by. You know, and we just kind of boom, just happened like that, you know, and, and then you take it and you dissect it down and, and that type of thing. So it was a kind of a combination of me, Pride, Gary and, and, and that kind of thing. Um, uh, uh, you know, I would get behind it. Pride would pick up the guitar and go, you know, tr- you know, try this. Right. Each person was was doing like the duck, duck, goose thing. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, I, I do, based upon what I know of how you know rock stars make music, I've never been cool enough right. to make it well, myself. You
0: know, it's funny, it's but I know what you're talking about, a, yeah. I, I have actually been in bands where the bass player plays the bass, the guitar player plays the guitar, and the singer sings. And when the band is over, I've heard a guy tell a guy that he was in the band with, hey, man, I didn't even know you played guitar, which is a shame. You know what I mean? If you listen to the Beatles, sometimes he would play the guitar. Some, you know, it, it's what it calls for. You know what I'm saying? I I always thought that's what made it interesting. You know, I hate it when I'm in a situation where someone just puts me in a peg and goes nails me in and goes. You're just gonna sing. You know? You know what I'm well, saying? Well, You have
1: that ability, and also, I mean, at, at first, you know, even though at the beginning I was like, you know, finding the groove, and I, you know, I was, I was, you know, digging it and enjoying it, and then just waiting for your voice to come in, and it's. Like it hasn't aged, you know. Sometimes yeah, thank, the, the, wow, you, man, the voice so could be tricky, but again, I'm like, yeah, that's that's Rod. I, I miss that voice. Uh, <laughs> when was the, the last time? You know, obviously, you, you know, you told me off the air, and you can confirm that you still have to put a couple of vocals on a couple of tracks, otherwise, I've
0: got, I've got like um, two songs that I got to put. Um, you know what? You know the problem of it is, and I'll tell you something: you're always trying to make it better. It's hard to walk away. Each song is like a child. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and in fact, I think I heard Eddie Van Halen say that. Um, I think he said, you know, they said, what's your favorite song? And he said, all of all of the songs are like children, you know, I, and you you have to know, okay, I've done enough. Let me walk away. And that's hard to do, you know, and you you know what I usually do after I write a song and, and to, to make a bar to set the bar for me, if it's a song like, let's say uh, um, a Sly Stone song, I'll put on a Sly Stone and put my song on and see if it just kind of holds up. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. When was the last, uh, like, new music you put out? What was the last product you really put out there? The
0: last thing that I put out, man, was, um, wow, wow. It's been a while. It's been a while, man. Um, You know what I did? And I learned this from Slash. um, I just went hiding out and just just honing my skills. You know, when I got in Snake Pit, I disappeared. You know, I didn't go anywhere, do anything. We just, like, bogged down in the studio, and I learned that from him. You know, you, you keep it close to your hip. You know, you don't let it out there too much. And when you do it, you just bang it out. You know, it's like it's supposed to be like a big explosion, you know,
1: refresh our memory. Because I, you know, yeah, I, could, I guess I could have listened to the episode, but I mean, it was so long ago. Refresh our memories. Uh, you know, you were the second uh, lead singer for Slash of yeah. Snake Pit uh, at, at mm. the time. You know, you, you can believe whatever might be in Slash's book. and But when, at, over time, we've interviewed people from from Snake Pit, like Kerry Kelly and. And, 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 and yeah and he just didn't know he didn't know that they broke up you know he just he's like it just stopped and then uh you mm. know uh with the, the first one i think it's come out a little bit because people are digging deeper and because since gnr won't talk about it like how slash and axel uh mended fences but some people think that it was, sla- uh, it was snake pit and you know i've seen older interviews uh, seeing that, that that Slash was into Snake Pit, but he fully expected GNR to continue. Obviously, some yeah. miscommunication happened there, and the first record was great, you know, 5 o'clock somewhere. But, you know, again, age group where I personally came into it, I came into it with uh, with Ain't Life Grand and, and uh, Rod Jackson here and then some, you know, timeless tracks on there. And I'm trying to remember, it might have been Ryan Roxy who said, and I agree with it that it's one of that, that album is one of Rock's best kept secrets. Wow. And, thank you, man. you know, and I've, I, on, on social media, you know, uh, I, I pose questions about, you know, just to keep it interesting, because how many times can you ask what's your favorite song or album, you know? Uh, right. With all the singers that Slash has worked with, you know, who may you want to see him do new music with again? Right. And, uh, your name came up a lot. Wow. So, uh, awesome. I think it's, you know, people. Wanted to hear more of the a continuation of that, and it's a testament to mm-hmm. his work since obviously he can be successful in GR, yeah. Velvet, Revolver, with, with Miles, yeah. and you know, yeah. with anyone he works with. He makes them not like he yeah. makes them, but he finds the right people. Yeah, uh, well, you know, you know what, you know, who found me was
0: Johnny, Slash didn't that yeah. was Johnny Grafurnik? Um, tell uh, us how. Uh, so, J- Johnny, who? Mm-hmm. Johnny Gripard, Johnny Grip, man, I love Johnny. He's he's out on the road right now, and uh, he reached out to me. Johnny, if you hear this, man, I love you. Um, Johnny, in passing, said, "Hey, man, and this is what he said: you ought to come down and listen, demo some songs with Snake Pit." He didn't say try out. He said demo. Okay. So. Yeah, and I didn't know they had tried out 300 guys, so I show up, and I go down there, and I do my thing, and I, I disappear, and the next thing you know, I had the job, and that's how it really happened. I didn't even know I was trying out. Huh. I swear to God.
1: So you really had no pressure. You know, you were no, just being I, you. Well,
0: well I, I kind of wanted to kick ass on the demos, but, but it was just like, come down and, and demo some songs with us, and I was like, okay, sure. You know, so I showed up, no shirt on, no shoes. You know, um, you know, tied, smoking a joint, and did my thing and left. And the next thing I know, you know, boom, here you go. You know what I mean? And that's how it really happened. You know, it w- it wasn't really like a tryout thing. It was just, hey, you want to come demo some demo some songs? You know, and I- I- and I think jo- I think Johnny, you know, knowing knowing Grappard, he he worked some stuff up his sleeves. He's a- he's a he's a tricky little bastard. You know, but God bless him for doing it. Well, he really he really did it.
1: It's interesting because obviously you have the talent and the pipes that that just works so well with with Slash. Uh, but you have to wonder what the motivation—not the motivation—the the mission of that band was at that time to know if yeah. can I collaborate and get along with this person. You know, did you have to yeah. go in for you know like a second you, interview?
0: You know what? you would ask that because um, um, once I got like got the job, I didn't really have the job. Then I had to prove myself every sure. day. Sure. Um, all day, every day, and and you know, um, I became a student. You have to know when to be a student, and when to be a teacher, and those guys had done far more than I had done. So I just learned a lot. You know, um, it was it was real hard. You know. Um, uh, uh, um, uh, you know uh, I'm going to tell you Slash can kill you man he'll work the shit out of you but uh, it changed me it changed me as a person as a musician working with guys you know working with people like Adam Day it's just an amazing human being with Jack Douglas with um, you know guys like that, uh, Kerry Kelly um, Ryan Rodgers and Matt Logg you know it, it, you know what they did they made me want to up myself as a human being I remember thinking I've got to lose some things and I've got to gain some things and by meeting them I said hmm I think I, I want to be here now you know what i mean i need to let go of some things and you know i need to better myself and that's that's kind of what that did for me how old were you at the time god i was wow i was 30 30 something baby yeah early 30s man wow
1: okay so where Mm -hmm. are you i guess personally because i i told myself for example i gave myself until the age of 28 to make it Mm full-time in radio and I was right. 28 and a half. Cause then I said to myself, mm-hmm. I don't make it by the time I'm 28. I really got to reevaluate my life and what well, I want to do. You
0: know what happened with me? I was, I was in a band and this is what happened. And Motown was checking us out. So there was, right. a, I can't say, I'm not, I'm not gonna say anything, but they had, a, um we had a meeting and she only wanted to sign me. And the rest of the guys, we didn't know that was happening. So I was supposed to get a solo deal with Motown. And uh, in passing, I met Johnny. I don't even think Snake Pit knows that. That's how I met Johnny in passing, leaving leaving the Motown building, going back to my place. I I met Johnny. That's how that happened. So, um, uh, yeah, I was offered a, a solo deal on Motown. That's I, I right. just that wasn't really me, you know.
1: He, no, he's been such a sought over talent for so long, and it's just so, Good. and it's so fascinating how your career and life has gone, and it's um and. Thank—I don't know what to say because I'm not a religious person, but thank God you're still, you know, given an opportunity because I don't think we said it on the podcast yet, but you told me uh, off the air that, you know, you haven't signed with anybody yet. However, you have all the important interest of all the the big people—
0: and, and, and you know it's funny. It's funny because guys will ask me. They'll go, "Well, how did you get in touch with this guy? How did you?" I just called them up and said, "Hey, I'm Rod Jackson from Slashy Snake Pit, and I guess that holds merit." And they'll go, "Yeah, send me a demo." <laughs> That's Where they So, hey, Slash, thanks, man. I appreciate that.
1: You know, tell us then about because yes, yeah, so you have the the resume and the, and the, you know not just being associated with the name Slash the 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 actual <laughs> work resume. The songs <laughs> are killer. The album is killer. The work is killer, but. With the music industry, you know, make, making music is so fucking hard. And and, yeah. and, and to get paid for it, I, I don't know that that pain. You know, I think it was Desmond Child uh, was recently quoted. Uh, you know, he, he co-wrote uh, Living on a Prayer with...
0: Yeah, living on a Prayer.
1: Yeah, he co-wrote that, and I think he made like $6,000 off Spotify, off like nine yeah. billion streams. You know, yeah. it, it takes a lot for... I, you correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, now, to be invested in by a record company because they need to know a return. So you have all the, you know, you told me all the big ones. Uh, you know, like, what'd
0: you say, Atlantic? Who, like, who? You know, you know. I'll tell you something, man. It getting a record deal today. It's 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 easy because of the outlet you have YouTube and all of that. But then again, it's hard because they make it really hard for you to get that deal. You know, um, um, I don't think. You know, at first people were getting signed off of YouTube. Now there's so many people on YouTube, and you know, it is hard getting behind. It's hard getting behind those doors. You know. Yeah,
1: but again, there there they're, there's interest in uh, expressed to you, and you're smart enough to to you know to take your time and to you know know yeah. what's right. And again, of course, you have to finish yeah. you know the album itself, and that's what the priority is at the moment. But it's it's yeah. it must be nice knowing at the back of your head, like you know what, this isn't just going to go out. And, you know, out in the world and just no one's going to hear it. You know, it's going to no, be no,
0: heard. I, I, I wanted to knock everyone's dick through their asshole. <laughs> I wanted, when people hear it, I want them to go, God, motherfucking, what the fuck? Rod, come home, brother. You know, fucking put your dick in a gunshot wound. Let's go. You know? that's, <laughs> oh, that's my, Jesus I mean, Christ. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? I, I want, I want, that, I want that, that snotty dick. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: Well, I, I wasn't quite uh, that reaction, but uh, when I I played it off the uh, the email that you sent me uh, earlier, Karma Train, uh, mm-hmm. I had a very positive reaction, smiling, you know, you know, rocking my my, you know, I sounds yeah. sound like such a white guy. I was rocking out, uh, mm-hmm. but I was I was really digging it. And you're going to allow us to play this on the podcast, like uh, dude. Play, play that
0: song until your teeth bleed.
1: Oh, my God. So at, at the end of the episode, you know, stick around. I, I'm going to play Karma Train. Uh, what's it about and, you know, how – what's – I guess it doesn't have to be necessarily the theme of Karma Train, but what's? The, is there a theme of the album? What kind of stuff did you did you uh, write about?
0: You, you know what, man? I, I grew up down south. So I grew up with country, with rock, with soul, with so many different types of music. Um I, you know what I call it i call it rot gut funk with country soul <laughs> that's what i call by I me. Mean, rot gut you know rot gut fut, funk with country you know um um uh uh it, 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 and the only way i can i can i can Explain it is, you know, when you heard the Eagles, you heard stuff like those shoes, mm-hmm. and then you would hear This guy baby up all night, terrible. and then you'd hear they just wrote music, you know, and that's that's all I'm doing. I'm not really going for any genre or anything. I just write what comes out of me, you know. I, I would hate to be in a band that that has to do just one style. I couldn't do that. You know, um, um, I think musicians are forever changing and you grow and each album gets different. Like when you listen to Clapton, you know, he was with the, the, the Roosters at first and then this band and then Cream and from Cream he went to Derek and the Dominoes. And each time you heard him, he changed, you know, just like the Beatles. Um, Meet the Beatles and Rubber Soul is completely different. And that's, that's sure. kind of how I see him. Yeah, I, I like that. You know, you, you influence yourself um, as time goes on. You know what I'm saying. So I, I really wouldn't know what what to call it. Um, uh, just I, I just call it move. You know, tight music. You know what I mean. This has
1: been such a, you know, a long time, a long time coming. Uh, you, you know, your fans they they wanna they want. I get messages. You know, they they yeah. want to hear hear from you. But there's been so much time because you you don't even remember the last official <laughs> release that you put out. Uh no. what's I mean, can can you explain or tell maybe like what life has been like, what you've been you know, um uh, like you ups, know what, what you're you comfortable know what, with.
0: Dina, Dina was talking to a friend once and they said, Well what, what what does Rod do every day? She said from the time his feet hits the floor to the time he if he lays down, he's doing music and that's all I've been doing, it's music. Now, um the fifteenth of November I did a show with some of the guys from System of the Down. Oh yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, you can wow. check it out online. Um, and I want to say uh, Dean, my buddy Dean set the whole thing up. Um, uh, yeah, somebody got some system of the down.
1: I mean, how do you uh are you are you, I mean, I'm assuming you're friendly with these uh, those guys? How did yeah. you how did you meet who from System?
0: You know, my buddy Dean hooked us all up. He kind That's of all you know when I, when I was down um, I was what's his last name, Dean? Oh, it's um, I, I can't think of his last name. Armenian. He's Armenian, which you know. I'm just going to throw that out, <laughs> not, not to be politically correct, but I'm, I'm just no.
1: Throw a down is uh, Armenian, so there the oh, yeah, the friendship.
0: Oh, yeah. And um, Dean sort of, Dean sort of reached out to me and said, "Hey, you he could see that. Hey, man, you know, um, it seems like things aren't going good for you." And we talked and talked. And he said, "Hey, man, I got this. These guys, they 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 would really like to to you know." for you to get up and do some songs with him. And I was like, yeah, you know, I don't know. And he kind of talked to me and I met the guys and I was like, yeah, let's do this. You know, he, he really Dean, if you're listening, man, he really, really, really chid gloves, you know, and the, and the guys were so nice to me. Um, uh, Rowan, the drummer, or, uh, was it Orbell, um, uh, the guitar player, um, um, the horn players, they were all just so beautiful with me, um, that uh, I had to do it. You know what I mean? Um, and, and they were the, they were the best, I, I, you know, I still talk to the guys um, right now. Um, in fact, I'd like to use some of them, you know what I mean? That, that was the whole, I'm going to be honest with you, when I went to rehearsal and saw the fucking drummer, I was like, dude, I got you. I want you. You're mine.
1: Is there a, a goal to eventually take this music with these musicians on the road?
0: Yes. Oh, they're, they're, it's got a tour. It has to tour. Cool. Coming to a town near you. Cool. That's fantastic. Do you
1: think this album has been a long time coming or an even longer time coming, if that makes any sense? And, and by the way, do you have a title for the album yet?
0: Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Um, but uh, I think I started like, like I've always been writing. That you know That's the funny thing about musicians, whether you're in a band, whether you're with those guys, most singers write on their own anyway. Um, so I, I'd always been writing and um, I... After being in Snake Pit, I kind of learned how the machine worked a bit. You know, I kind of saw with the on and off buttons when I, I thought to myself, well, maybe I can, you know, I can get my own machine, you know what I mean? And that, that's, that's what, that's what kind of made me do it. You know, I'm a Leo, like Slash, and you know, you know how Leos are. We have to have our own, you know, our own NASCAR, our own, so that, that's what kind of did it. I was kind of like, well, now that I've done that, I, I you know, I, I think I can kind of do this now, you know what I mean?
1: You know, I got this message in real time because I said I'm on uh, the phone with, with Rod Jackson and... Uh, the song you played for me, Karma Train, how it sounds very, very snake pit. Just to keep it simple for now, uh, this is from Oliver from the UK. Just now uh, said he's one of my favorite all-time inspirations. Rod Jackson was one of my favorite singers that Slash worked with. Bar Axel, obviously. So I don't think that's too much of an insult, right there. But, wow, thank you, man. But uh, so during this whole process, I mean, I kind of know the answer, but I don't know the full story. So. You know, again, whatever you're comfortable with sharing, you know, and I've appreciated all the not just all the off the air openness, uh, yeah. but the on the air open openness, because at least like off the air, you know, who you're talking to here. You're just putting a story out there. And I know how scary that can be at times uh, oh, yeah. that you
0: it can, really, it can be used against you.
1: Yes, it has been. And I, and I try yeah. I do my best not to put people in that light. So, but
0: yeah, you know, you the yeah.
1: world is the world. So you have uh, connected with Slash again?
0: I have not talked to Slash in a while. Um, um, you know, um, somebody asked me the other day, they said, do you know Slash? And I said, well, not now I don't because I knew him then, but we've all changed. You know, he's had kids. I'm sure he's a different person now. I'm a different person now. So I, I really don't really, I know him, but I don't know him as a you know, now because he's probably changed. I've changed. I still love him to death. And, you know, um, but no, I, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't been in contact with him for a while. He's been busy, you know? Okay. Because
1: perhaps it's my my brain uh, playing tricks. I thought you said like last time we spoke, like it was maybe like you guys had a phone conversation, but it, that did not happen.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You mean the, the last time we did the interview?
1: Yeah. So I mean that might have been like a couple
0: of years ago. Let me, let me rephrase that. Over the, over the years, yeah, we definitely spoke. But but oh, as, okay. at the moment, yeah, yeah. In fact, I pretty much talked to all those guys as, as time's gone on. You know.
1: Okay. So it's 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 not saying that you guys are you know, uh Thunder Buddies for Life, but you have uh oh, yeah. sp- spoken yeah. with him. So you
0: No, know, it, it's funny you would say that because a lot of times people think, well, you know, these guys were in a band together, so they must always talk every day. But after that thing stops, you have your own faucet that you go into and you sort of let that go and you move into your own world or into another world. You don't forget about it, it's still there, but you, you move into another direction and you grow I'm not going to say from that, but you grow into another thing each time each time something stops and starts again, you grow into something different. You may not be talking to those guys, but inside you feel them, you know like um whenever I think of Matt Log, I, I just smile, you know that little bastard, I love him to death, you know <laughs> you, you never stop loving the guys, you know what I mean, and, and that's, that's the beauty of being in a band. I mean, I know some guys that hate each other in bands, God knows, but you never really you know you've gone through so much with that guy that you know yeah so, so yeah, they're, they're still. You know, the feeling is still there.
1: Well, that's the, the feeling is important, and I'm glad that you, you know, you, you've touched base, so it's not like there's any sort of uh, bad blood
0: there. No, oh my, no, no, not at all. Not at all, man. I love Johnny. I, I love, you know, I, I've said this in inter- every interview, man. Um, those guys, you know, Snake Pit was not Slash and, and Rod. Snake Pit was Johnny Grippard, Matt Logg. Ryan Roxy and Kerry Kelly, that was snake pit to me. That was the, the, the motor and, and, the, and, the, and the, the manifold and everything. Slash and I were just up there, you know, toodly, doodling and around. But those guys, that, that was snake pit to me, those guys. They, without those guys, they couldn't have done that. It, it could not have done that at all you know uh i I, ho- I i put them on a pedestal so high god gets a nosebleed um, <laughs> um you know what i'm saying I, I truly truly love them more than life itself i really do you know what i mean i really really love those guys
1: so this is a, a question sent in from uh, anderson i believe he's from uh from texas uh first he says now what are the nicest guys i've ever met uh, I was backstage in 2001 when he came into the venue and treated me like the I uh he treated me like a long lost friend you don't forget that uh, then he said please ask if there's any chance uh that the 9495 members participated uh in an eight Life grand so if i guess if uh any chance that there could be whether it's one off or just uh any sort of reunion kind of as since reunions are the cool thing to, uh, no, no, to do no, now no.
0: you know what man i cannot i will not say anything about that um i think matt log said it best in, a, in an interview he said well we're different people now it might work it might not you know um but you never know sure you know you we, we hey remember the, the eagle said when hell freezes over when well, hell froze over you know so
1: well look at night in his lifetime it's yeah. it's still gonna <laughs> it's forever yeah. in a lifetime. It's never yeah, it's so you, the you, never you ending tour. You, uh, you never know.
0: Never say never.
1: That's that's what I say as well. And yeah. uh this you don't have to respond to if you don't want. Uh I'm assuming because you're you're different people, it's um you know, you're past it. But Slash wasn't very nice or reflect kindly on that period, uh the snake bit. Does that I'm assuming you've you've worked past all that?
0: Um he was nice to me. Okay. Yeah, you know it's it's funny because everyone has their story. You know, people wonder well, why the band break up. Why did, Well, we took it as far as it could go.
1: But it was what it was but in it, was, it. It was what again? You don't have to. Uh, it was what was in Slash's book. I don't. Are you aware of that or no?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. So it's just you moved past it, and it was no big deal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That that that's that's um, you know, uh, hey, sometimes some things you write are true. And some things you write are just there for the writing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, uh, did he really have a Batman suit on? Well, I'll say he did for now. Okay. <laughs> make, make good reading.
1: Yeah, no, I understand. Are, are you ever going to put out your, well, I know you're working on music, but do you ever just think about, like, you know, if I put my life down on uh, pen and paper and wrote a, bu- Man, a story, that, nobody that, would believe that, it. That,
0: that goddamn book would have a fucking cover on it, a, a lock, a key. That book would, oh, my God, that book would be so decadent and so just nasty and just defiled and, wow, you would probably, you would probably have to wear a rubber to read the book. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm the, pretty sure, but uh, yeah, you never know, man. Yeah, sure.
1: So, what is the most important thing that you want people to know about, you know, Rod Jackson? For for those who are like, you know, whatever. Mm. You know, I, I hate to sound cliche, but like whatever mm. happened to, and it makes me excited that, you know, now that I've I've heard uh, at least uh, uh, one song, that yeah. it, and and just the quality of that, then I'm excited for what's to come. But for those who are like, okay, whatever happened to, what do I need to know about Rod Jackson? What do you tell them?
0: I'm still here, man. I'm still banging it. I'm still kicking it, and I'm about ready to throw it out. And I'm going to choke you out. It's, <laughs> like, it's like it's like when your mom says move home with me, and you're like, Mom, if I move home with you, I plug in the Christmas lights and choke you the fuck out. I can't do it, you know. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm, 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 uh, I tell them I'm still here, man. I'm, I'm get ready, you know.
1: So, is there any sort of a um, tentative plan of, of how you want this to work out, or just whenever the last, the, you know, vocals are finished, and or can you say, will we, uh, what can we expect from twenty twenty? I guess is a better way of phrasing you know,
0: it. I would, would like, I would like to, I would like to get out on the road, um, you know, because most of the time you tour in the summertime. I'd like for the album to come out um, next year, and, and um, it's, i it, you know, what I'm gonna, I'm gonna back that up. I'm not going to say I'd like the album. The album is going to come out next year. God damn it. And, um, yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll be out next year. And, and um, just wait for it, man.
1: Oh, I, I love it. You know, I again, I I, I appreciate what you shared, you know, the, the personal stuff that has gone on with me, and I don't even know all of it because, you know, in reality, how I, I, I look at it even like in real life, it's not all my business. So I appreciate yeah. not just you, but, yeah. but whatever part of – the life you of the know, people I interview I, shares with me.
0: I, I, couldn't, I couldn't lie about any of this if I wanted to, because if I did, when the interview would cut off, I wouldn't feel okay with myself. I guess that's just, just the Indian well, in me. But for <laughs> me to sit up, you know, I, I can't do that. I have to just be as forward as I can about it. It's
1: not know? even being forward. It's just about being honest. You can you can easily yeah. just omit things and, and things yeah. – you know, but you're you've. It, that's why it comes out in your voice. It's just like that's such an honest sounding voice, where everything today sounds so polished. You know, I yeah. don't know if you have an opinion on. I I can never understand or get into. I should guess. I should say, you know, music like Post Malone. Really, you know, I'm sure he's a really nice guy. But if someone yeah. sings with auto tune, I, I just can't get yeah, into I mean, auto tune. That, that,
0: that whole auto tune thing, man. I don't. I um. I don't get it. I I really and, and I know too. I know that and, and I'll say this I know that I know that uh, we have to move forward with equipment and music moves forward and right. you know the internet and right. we got the, the computer but Auto Tune is like uh, not good man you know <laughs> it's just uh, hey honey can you sing well next I, I don't I, that's like that's like someone plugging into an amp that can't play and all of a sudden the amp. You know, brings back Jimi Hendrix out of them. It's
1: like,
0: mm, that's, you know, you got to be able to do it live. And if you can't do it live, then uh, yeah, I'm not into that auto tune thing.
1: I might you know, as well I mean, just watch a and robot. You know, I'd yeah, rather just exactly. watch a, a robot well, band.
0: You, could just, you could just put on your favorite ACDC album and grab a Phillips head screwdriver and a broom and, you know, sit in your room and sing to the mirror, you know? Um, but I, I'm not really... I'm, I'm like you. I'm, I'm old school. If you can't do it right there, then, you know, I don't know, man. That auto-tune thing, I'm not really into that.
1: Speaking of uh, the new technology, which isn't always... Sometimes it's better, sometimes it's it's not. Have you it's thought better about better. how, you know, you want to release it? I mean, mu- tour, the money seems to be in touring for everybody, but are you, yeah. you know... Uh, a digital release? Or is it just going to be? You know, um, have you thought about putting it out on, on vinyl? Like, how do you pl- how do you plan to uh, release it?
0: Vinyl, when- digital, cardboard, water, liquor, <laughs> um, pot. <laughs> Any way it can be put out, man. I want it out there. And, and, you know, I tell you what I used to love about the vinyl. When I was a kid, I'd go out and I'd buy a Led Zeppelin album. I'd go home to take a dump. When I closed that door and locked that door, I would be in the bathroom for, like, five hours. Not only would I read the names of the guys, but I'd read who did the artwork, who engineered it, who did the inner sleeve, who did all. And and I I, I think we need that back. I like a lot of pictures, you know, stuff for people to look at, you know. <laughs>
1: okay. I know. I, I, I totally agree. And. You know, again, uh, in today's day and age, there's so many different ways to release it, which I guess, you know, lends itself to creativity. But sometimes Mm -hmm. it's not all, you know, I guess, uh, fiscally responsible. I don't know. I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. Uh, But I I just can't. I'm so excited for you. And I'm so excited for you and happy for you. And, you know,
0: uh, Um, um, some of of my days have been really down and bad, but but situations and moments like this um, picks me up. God bless you for, for giving me a voice out here to talk. God bless the people that have, you know, called in and said they, they're still into me. And um, it, it's things like this that make me keep going. You know, it's, it's because of you, people like you that make me do what I do. It really. Every night on stage after the first song, I would always, I would always say, without you, there is no me. Without you buying my albums, I, you know, I'm not doing it, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's you that, like, when I finish this, I'm going to write, I'm ready to write a song. I'm ready to end this and start working right now, I swear <laughs> to God. It.
1: You know, it's funny, uh, you know, obviously running a, a Guns N' Roses-themed podcast, I do the same thing on social media, and, you know, it's right. a very smart audience, but it can be a very critical audience, you know, yeah. and, and whatever. I usually post what I'm listening to currently uh, right. on, on Spotify and you know, on my giant mix or whatever, just so right. uh, other fans can can comment on it. And whenever a Snake Pit come a song comes on off Eight Line Life Grand, and I share it, use a little snake emoji. You, you right. just never know the reaction, but the reaction is always so positive. I'm like, I'm so happy that there. You know, everybody who really knows about the album, like it's just, it's, so, yeah. so, it's so crazy that it knows about you know Slash Snakepit cool. and knows about. Ain't Life Grand to awesome. Rod Jackson just has nothing bad to say about it. Like, it's such a good record. I,
0: I, I appreciate that because there's some real assholes out there, you know what I mean? Um, but but um, the one thing, like the guy said, Andrews, that I met him, when I got in that band, um, I was still a fan. I'm always a fan. And... Um, the, the appreciation of the people, man, you know, when some, even today when someone goes, can I have your autograph? I go, what, who, me, what <laughs> I mean, are you talking to the custodian? Oh, me. Oh, okay. You know, I'm, I'm still, I, I still haven't slipped into that, you know, get all away from me kid. You know, I, I couldn't do that. You know what I mean? I, the appreciation is I'm humbled and grateful for it. You know,
1: this just came in also in real time. This is from uh, Sir Kev from Ireland tweeted. Uh, what a singer, Brando, man. Love the guy. Wish him well <laughs> for, wish him well for me, sir. Please, sir. Oh, everything's
0: in island. I love island. Yeah. A <laughs> little, little bit of fuel like it, you know? What was, it, the, what was
1: the favorite? Do you remember uh, a favorite or, or a snake pit show that snuck out uh, that stands out to you all these years later, whether wow. it be uh, something that happened during the show or perhaps maybe there was like a local pizza place that was really amazing? You know, what all these years later is, is like the snake pit show that really, you know, you, wow. you recall the most,
0: remember the wow. most wow 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 let me think man wow 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 they were all such you know once i got up there i got lost in it um i I would have to say madison square garden you know (laughs) playing that um uh i remember after the first song played my world stopped and then it banged right back in and it was like (gasps) wow you know what I mean? I'm I'm here because I remember Slash said if you can kick it you know, if you can make it here, you'll make it any. It's up to you, New York. <laughs> and Jack Douglas was there and everybody. That one and the very first arena we played, because I never played an arena. That was like, oh my god! You know, people were think, "Well, you're nervous, were you?" This and I'll never forget. Telling the guy, "Stay the hell out of my way. I'm ready." You <laughs> know, I just I really, I wanted it so bad, and um, so yeah, I would say Madison Square Garden was 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 one of the best, and the Buffalo show that's on uh, the the YouTube. I love that. Yeah,
1: I'm so glad that's on uh, on YouTube because uh, yeah. I'm so glad to be able to to enjoy that because uh, what 94, 95, I was, I think, fresh off my bar mitzvah, so I was just too young to go out to uh, a. <laughs> Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You That's couldn't it, tell? Man. Good.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Black people and Jews have been getting together for years.
1: I know, I know.
0: See, so, <laughs> so you're not laughing at that, are you? No, Sammy
1: David. Ju- Sammy Davis Jr. perfected it, yeah.
0: I know this, I know this. You, you didn't laugh one bit when I said that.
1: Because no, because I believe that. it. <laughs> yes, it's true, it's true. <laughs> That's why. I was like, yes, that is correct. I'm just nodding. Mm-hmm. I know this is just yes. rolled over the phone, but yes, no, I'm yeah. completely- I'm nodding. It's hilarious.
0: You know, you know. a lot of times when I'm sitting with a guy and he goes, uh, you know, he tells me his name. when well, my name's Bob Goldstein. I look at him and go, oh, you're Jewish. Oh, we're in the same boat then. <laughs> you know, they try to kill you guys up. They try to get, you know, you tell, it's the same. I, I understand your pain. Oh, boy, do we. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so, so now I'm, 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 now we have a bond. I mean, I thought I liked you before, but now I really like you because you're Jewish.
1: Nice. Shalom.
0: <laughs> you're, so you're not boxing. I'll give you a kick in your us. <laughs> very nice. M- Meshuggah.
1: Yes, all, all the, the Yiddish words throwing it out there.
0: Yes, yes, I know that. The first family that I ever lived with when I left home, I, I, I didn't run away, but I, I, I moved away and the very first band that I ever played in was a bunch of guys named Howard and David Levine. They were Jewish guys. Nice. And uh, um, I learned all of that stuff. The Meshuggah, I'll, I'll kick you in your tukas. So they were the nicest <laughs> people. Yeah, yeah, those were the first. were Jewish guys.
1: Have you uh, met anyone along the way uh I guess that might lead, lend itself to a fun story like have you ever met Axel Rose actually or I, I
0: knew it. I, I've known Axel for a long, long time. A, a funny story. Um, I'll t- uh, let's see. A funny story, man. Well, d- God, Jesus Christ. Would what do I start? A B C D. I mean, <laughs> there was there was there was always something funny going on. Um, Uh, I'll I'll tell you a really funny story. We were in England, and I don't think the rest of the guys knew this, and me and Kerry Kelly were downstairs at the lobby waiting on a taxi. Taxi drives up, and the guy goes, hey, Mike, can you keep an eye on my ride? We said, sure. K.K. gets in the car and says, get in. And we take off, and we start driving around. Didn't know where the hell we were. Didn't know where the hell we were going, but we're driving around England. And K.K.'s driving.
1: (laughs) I can't even imagine.
0: I I swear to God.
1: Uh, have have uh, I'm assuming, has he ever driven on that side of the road before? Was that accomplished?
0: No, 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 he didn't. He didn't know what the hell he was doing, but we were doing it. Nice. <laughs> and he said, come on. And I just said, well, I'll go, you know, I, I can't can't back out now. He's my bro. I'm Here's glad you survived. Up, the, the guy pulls up and he goes, uh, can you keep an eye on me, taxi? And, and KK, he was the one that thought he looks at me and goes, let's go ROD. That's what he used to call me, ROD. And I go, what? And he goes, get in. And I went, well, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, we're in this now. So we just went driving around. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know, and there were so, there's so many stories like that. Um, my God, man, it, it was it was it was just one big bang after another. Well, How you did know, you? Really uh,
1: how? I mean, I, I don't want to skip too much past it, but how did you know Axel or meet him?
0: Um, when I when I, I came out here in the early early '80s, and I knew his brother Stewart. Okay. Yeah, his brother Stewart and uh, everything. Um, uh, and so uh, he was in a band called Hollywood Rose. Sure. Yeah, and through all of that. I came in the early, early 80s, um, you know, um, so I, I kind of ran into him. Then. Plus, uh, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but if you look on the back of uh, Appetite for Destruction, there's two names, Mark Weber and Wes Sartin. Mm-hmm. And I worked, with both, I worked with both of those guys. God bless Wes, he passed. But uh, I worked with both of those guys.
1: So tell us, because we have done episodes about West. We had his, his nephew, on. Uh, we've wow. had uh, Greg
0: Buckwalter we'll on. Uh, yeah. Well, I, you know what? I think Wes – I met Wes um, years ago. Um, God bless him. And uh, he heard me sing, and he said, uh, hey, would you sing on a demo? And I said, sure. Sure. And uh, he was, as far as a writer, he was amazing. He he really floored me. You know, he had that song called "Dirty Soul." You know, walk on by. You know, you are a liar. You really look dirty. So you know, I know your name is Judy, and you really have to sit from my way back home. Walk on by. Oh my God, Wes was Wes was hitting those Beatles chords when nobody else was hitting them, man. Huh. And um and I I gotta say when you hear they say I'm crazy, Ba-na-na-na. I remember looking at that slash and just thinking you know, Wes Starkeen and he kinda smiled, you know. 'Cause we both we both kinda would talk about Wes every now and then, you okay. know. Just him and I both, yeah, but Wes was um amazing. I I'm I'm sad that he, he left us. Um uh, he he was the outpatients. Yeah, Greg sure. Buckwald. I know Greg. He's a good friend of mine. Yeah. Um. Um. They were. I loved Wes to death. Wes and I. Wes and I saw a lot of sunrises together. You hmm. know. Um. He was. Um. He was a whirlwind. I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah. I. I mean. I. I. I try to get the best picture because, for him, he just seems like somebody that was such obvious. I mean, he is such a. A, uh, a talent, let's say that, mm. and to be lost right. so young in his contributions to Guns yeah. N' Roses. Uh, all,
0: of, he, people don't know this, but he wrote a lot of Appetite. He, he was, did. He a lot, yes, he did. A lot, and, and a lot of people they don't know that. Mark Weber, you know, and, and West team, they had a lot to do with. Um, oh, with Chris appetite. Weber. Chris Weber. Chris, my I'm sorry, Chris <laughs> Weber. Yeah, Chris, <laughs> yes, they, they had a lot to do with um with Appetite.
1: Yeah, we've had Chris Weber on the show uh, as this well.
0: how's he doing?
1: He's he's doing well. I mean he's he's naturally a fan of uh I see him commenting sometimes on my Facebook on the Appetite for mm. the Distortion Facebook page, which always makes me uh feel good that he's following the page and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. we also had James. I haven't,
0: heard, I haven't heard from him and man, you know you know what? I used to work with him, a guy named Crash, and another guy and they had a um they had a publishing deal. They were writing songs. They would call me over to sing on the demos. Peer publishing was the name of the place. Okay. No shit, no shit, dude. Chris, yeah. Well, That's
1: if you I if you start to get more active on, uh, I know we communicate sometimes through Facebook, but if you get more active and you can, commu- you can uh, send a friend a request to Chris Weber. All these years later on Facebook.
0: Yeah, that, and and I mean that was years ago, man. Sure. Years ago, that when dinosaurs roamed. You know.
1: <laughs> also, want to acknowledge that we've also had uh, James or Jamie Hunting uh, from the Outpatients oh, a- as well on the yeah, show. No. And yeah, it's, uh, you know, certainly uh quite an interesting conversation with both uh, of them and heartbreaking at times. Yeah. Uh, that,
0: the way that ended was, um, um, tragic. you know, yeah, I, I, Wes, Wes was, uh, um, you know, I would run in. It was so weird because Hollywood, Hollywood was different back then. And, you know, you'd be out partying and you'd see Wes. And next thing you know, you didn't know we at his apartment. Everybody would have the guitars singing. And, you know, Wes was just a beautiful soul. He really was. He, he was just a, you know, see some old friends, good for the soul. He, he really was a, a beautiful soul. Um,. I'm a part of his group thing on uh Messenger, his sister. Okay. Um again, I joined that because um I wanted to be a part of that. I I love West to Death, you know. He's looking down on us, you know. He's with Hendrix. He's probably telling mm-hmm. Hendrix, Hey man, you know what? That G chord doesn't fit there. You should try an out. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear him now.
1: I love it. I can uh wow that that I can that was a nice visual. I I, I appreciated yeah. that very much. Uh, yeah. Rod, this is. I mean, again, you know what? Come on, again. You got to let us know when the album is uh, is yes. obviously done, and you know maybe we can debut another song <laughs> on there.
0: Of yes, course, the to know, brother.
1: Oh, I, I I love it. And so again, after the episode, we're gonna play Karma Train, which uh, <laughs> you want to stick around for it. It fucking rips. It's so good. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I can't wait. And Rod, you know, I can Again, I can't thank you enough for not just being on the podcast, but what I consider, you know, you uh, you know, you being a friend. And when you mm-hmm. are on the road, I obviously uh, hope that you, you play New York. I yes, get to meet I, you and I, shake your hand.
0: I, I want to thank you. I want to thank everybody yeah. out there, man. I, I, I'm grateful and humbled that people still listen to me and, and are wondering what I'm doing. And, and uh, um, I'm going to get through this thing that uh, that happened. I have to. Um, she's still with me. I, um, uh, I'm, you know, it, it, it threw me for such a hard loop, man, that some days I smile and some days I don't. Um, um but with the help of friends around me, I'm gonna send some shout outs to tad Warren, tad, Lisa, um Kelly, uh Dean, David Norris, love you man, um uh just just the B- Brooks, um Kevin, um just a bunch of people kind of stood by uh, Robert Martin, Bobby Martin. a lot of people kind of kind of showed up and held my hand when uh when I was thinking, you know what I'm saying um um you know That's so yeah uh,
1: again, you know I, I don't want to. You know, I appreciate what you've shared, and I I don't want to uh, dive Mm. too deep uh, into it. But it's Mm. it's beautiful. It's it's appropriate uh, on her Facebook page, uh, Dina Michelle Bird, that it just says "Ain't Life Grand" in her Facebook Uh, bio. So I'm sure she's watching over. She's proud of you. Uh, I'm glad that she's helped you during your you know some some dark times. Yes. And uh, and you just gotta finish the job, man. Uh, yeah,
0: and you is. know that. And you know what? It's, it's, it's people like you that make me pull my bootstraps up and, and dust my bones <laughs> on it and you know, go okay, I gotta plug my dick in. Here we go, boom! There we go. Okay.
1: <laughs> and doing interviews like this make me also want to plug my dick in. So I appreciate that. <laughs> 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 that you know, thank know, you so much, Rod.
0: Dick in a box. Yes. <laughs> a I, I love Dick in a box.
1: <laughs> maybe I'll have that as a soundbite Rod Jackson I'm saying yeah. I love dick in the yeah. box oh I love it so Karma Train coming up thanks so much Rod hey, man Rod really just makes you feel that you're his world right there he's just somebody that makes you feel good about yourself and it's it's I, I, that's so important it, it's not just what his talent uh, his voice is just so special oh, for me I'm like I'm the only one of my friends that nose, mean bone, or any of that. So obviously meeting so many of you out there and, and seeing those comments uh, that I, some of the, that I did read to Rod, but to seeing those comments whenever I post a snake bit uh, question or, or song and seeing so many positive comments about Rod Jackson. And thanks to all of you, obviously, for commenting on Facebook.com slash the AFD show or on Twitter uh, at the AFD show. That does it for this edition of Appetite for Distortion. What's on the way? Well, again, the best way to follow uh, to find out is on social media. And in the meantime, please follow and subscribe and tell a friend that we are on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on AlternativeNation.net, Spreaker, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find Appetite for Distortion, and I really think that we do special things here that nobody else does, and the quality is up there, so please, please tell a friend, uh, I love doing this, let's keep this podcast train a-rolling, no reason to stop, thanks to all of you, so when will you see the next episode, when will you hear it? Well, in the words of Axel Rose concerning Chinese democracy, I don't know if soon is the word, but you'll see it.